Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Shots, the world's number one golf betting show here on VEASAN and VEASAN.com, the sports betting network. I'm Brady Cannon along with Wes Reynolds. Nick Henyon and Nick Murphy are at the controls. Tony P. and Isaiah Wrinkle support the show from down below. As we get ready to take you through the next hour of golf betting conversation and Wes, off of the grueling test that was the U.S. Open, the PGA Tour went to chill out a bit. Seaside down in the Dominican Republic and Hudson Swafford, a 200-to-1 shot grab top honors at the Punta Cana Championship for his second career PGA Tour victory. Back-to-back 69s over the weekend to hold off Tyler McCumber and find his way back into the winner's circle. Yeah, it was uh, his second-to-last start on his major medical extension. He missed uh, part of 2019 with uh, replacing a uh, broken bone in his foot, having his surgery. I think he missed about four months, but uh, he'd only had two top 10 or better finishes all year and uh, four-shot lead, six holes to play. And then, of course, that disappears when he makes a bogey and a double bogey back-to-back, but then hit a six-iron to 10 feet on 17 on the par three, rolled in the birdie. 
also had to make a tough eight-footer for par on the 18th, and that sealed his victory. And now uh, Swafford doesn't have to worry about that major medical extension anymore because he now has a two-year PGA Tour exemption, gets a spot in the 2021 Masters, because I have to say that because we still have a Masters to come up in November. Uh, the PGA, the players, and the Century Tournament of Champions uh, is in the field this week, 80-1, to a higher-quality field, though, this week than we had last week in the Dominican. And because this was a standalone event and not an alternate tour event like we're used to seeing in a normal year on tour, uh, you mentioned Swafford earns the trip to the Masters, the April 2021 version, not the one coming up in a month and a half, uh, and a two-year tour exemption, uh, and only a couple weeks remaining on that medical exemption that he had. That was pretty remarkable. I mean, he was uh, up against it and was able to pull out with a victory. Because that's when you're going to have to dip into sponsor exemptions, and you only get so many I believe seven is the limit on the PGA Tour so he was up against the gun pressure situation and uh, surely delivered he didn't come in on uh, really great form but uh, now he doesn't have to worry about that as he's exempt through 2022-2023 the long shots crew you Matt humans and myself and Nick Henyon was in the action this weekend as well we had a handful of players inside the top 10 and the top uh, top 15 but could not get the cash we had good performances by Mackenzie Hughes Adam Long uh, James Hahn Will Zalatoris Luke List and Patrick Rogers, they were all there knocking on the door, uh, but we couldn't get one to the winner's circle. Yeah, we had them surrounded, uh, certainly, but uh, good performance. Uh, Zalatoris uh, shot a low round 65 on Sunday, and uh, that actually backdoored his way into the top 10. The old Matt Kuchar, if you will, the backdoor top 10. But what that did for Zalatoris, it allows him to save a sponsor exemption because he is currently not a member of the PGA Tour. So he's trying to get that temporary membership to get enough FedEx Cup points, enough good finishes but it does get him into the Sanderson Farms this week where he's 18-1 to 1 on the board. So I, th I think that'd make him about the uh, third choice on the board behind our two favorites, Scotty Scheffler and Sung Im. You mentioned that Hudson Swafford was not in great form. He uh, really came out of nowhere down in the Dominican. He had missed the cut in three of his last five starts and had not won on tour in almost four years. No, he, he hadn't. Uh, his uh, only PGA Tour win prior to that was uh, 2017 at the Career Builder Challenge. That's the old... Uh, uh, that's now the American Express, the old Bob Hope classic. I still call it the Bob Hope, but uh, won that out in Palm Springs. But uh, yet another Georgia Bulldog on the uh, PGA Tour that's getting wins. I don't know if there's another program that has more players on the PGA Tour than Georgia. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. And I had forgotten that he was another bulldog because he was kind of a forgotten man. He hasn't mm -hmm. been on a leaderboard in a long time, but you're right. So many guys uh, that went to Georgia that are on the PGA Tour. Uh, these non-marquee events where you really have a field that is lacking star power, oftentimes I think they're really beneficial for acquainting oneself with some of these lesser known players, uh, some of the guys that are really on the rise in the sport. And it's really important going forward in your handicap. And I, I think we saw that this week. Yeah, absolutely. And and look, this is where some of these guys got to try to pick up FedEx Cup points and try to pick up a win that will get them maybe eventually into like a tour championship that will get them into major tournaments. And this is where you got to take the opportunity when a lot of the big boys are uh, taking a reprieve. 
And Hudson Swafford is your champion. Again, a name that we haven't seen in a while, but mark him down. Maybe he's going to be back in good form. He'll be around for two years on tour at the least. This is Long Shots, the world's number one golf betting show on VEASAN and VEASAN.com. Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds with you as we recap the Punta Cana Championship a little bit before we get into this week's event in Jackson, Mississippi. And uh, Wes, talking about Punta Cana, I I thought, and we really don't get to see this event too much because because I had mentioned before, it's typically an alternate field event. And that is like, it goes opposite a WGC or a major or something like that. And you kind of get the people that don't qualify for that particular tournament and they play in these alternate events. And Punta Cana has been that for a long time. But this year it meant much more. And we were introduced to Will Zalatoris, really. Uh, Sam Burns is a guy that's been in very good form that uh, we were able to really, I mean, you were able to focus in on a lot of guys that you're not focusing in week after week. Yeah. And, and now that this was a full field event this year due to the canceled events uh, from earlier in the season, it had a higher priority because you get the full prize money. You get the full FedEx Cup points. You get the uh, the exemption, the full two-year exemption. You get a master's invite, which you usually don't get at this event. But uh, also, uh, what we didn't get were strokes gain stats, unfortunately, because they didn't keep them. Because that. I was looking for them this week, and it was just like a – you know, searching like when your computer is slowing down. Yeah. And, and I, and I couldn't find them, but, uh, cause I usually like to use those as kind of a gauge, like how these guys placed or how they won. I don't know why they didn't do that. Yeah. I don't either because I like to see, okay, did they gain off the tee? Did they gain on approach? Did they yeah. gain on the greens? I think that's uh, and that's why we usually include that because it's really illustrative of how these guys played. I think it's also great for the in-game wagering. You see how a guy's done for the first couple of days of the tournament. Is he carrying a hot putter? What's he doing? And I was looking for some of those statistics and didn't see any. Uh, we're going to go back stateside this week as we go to Jackson Country Club in Jackson, Mississippi for the Sanderson Farms Championship. High temperatures in the 70s, very little wind to speak of at all. And with that, it is time to bring in our guest. It is the member guest segment here on Long Shots. He is a professional golf handicapper. You can hear him talking golf with Mitch and Polly on our Follow the Money show. And you can follow him on Twitter at HeHateThe. It's Indy Jeff making his Long Shots debut. Jeff, thank you very much for joining us. And I want to begin by going over this week's golf course. Uh, this tournament has been around for quite a while, uh, but this is only the sixth time that they've held it at this golf course. So tell us about the course, the layout, and what skill sets you face in your handicap this week you know guys hey it's, it's great to be on and and Wes uh long time long time friend haven't talked to you in a while great to be on with you guys um so yeah th- this is a course honestly that I think it's it's it's, it's gonna sound cliche but but I I look at these stats and I as I run my model a little bit it's I mean traditionally favors a hot putter and 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 usually you want to say um, there, there's, there's one or two things you can look at. Maybe it's long irons, maybe it's, um, good, you know, more accurate off the tee or whatever the case may be. But honestly, genuinely, as I look at the stats here, it favors a hot putter. And so as I look at the winners here, the, the skill sets have varied everyone from Ryan armor to, you know, Brandon champ. I, I mean, they, there could not be, um, sorry, excuse me, Cameron champ. There could not be any more wide variance here. So I think, um, frankly, I'm looking at a hot putter. It's a 7,400 yard course, par 72. Um, 
the two things I'm looking for this, this, this week the most are par five scoring and putting bluntly. Um, and I think there's a wide variance there, a little bit of course history, but I've got a few guys in mind as I, as I broke this down that I think are highly relevant this week. Yeah, Jeff, I'm with you in terms of uh, how I broke this down. Par five scoring, I use that, and par five birdie or better as well. Strokes gain putting, obviously, I think is important. And when you look at the last two years, though, you you've mentioned over the course of history, a high variance of players, but last couple of years, Cameron champ, obviously the ultimate bomb and gouger along with uh, DeChambeau, but Sebastian Munoz last year's winner, he can drive it out there a little bit, not quite champ level. So uh, did you focus maybe a little bit more on some of the longer hitters off the tee? Because there doesn't seem to be a lot of threats on this course per se. The fairways are pretty generous and whatnot. No, you know, I, I, I agree. Um, and I'll tell you, one of the first guys who jumped out to me, though, um, is not, Don, honestly, I mean, yes, yes and no. Um, I, I, I look at recent form a lot for this. So one of the guys that really jumped out to me early was Sebastian Munoz. And um, while he's certainly not a bomber, um, his his irons have, have been good um, and, and, a, and a few of the last few tournaments. But honestly, his short game. I'm looking honestly. Wes, I'm looking at short game a lot. I'm looking at short game of putting a lot here. Um, uh, Sebastian Munoz. You know he's finished top ten in um, it, but two of his last three going to the U.S. Open. I liked him a lot here. I think he performed well here recently, and so I looked at him um, as certainly a play. And then honestly, guys, as I ran this, it's going to sound crazy, but the number one guy who jumped out at me again, who's not a huge bomber, is Adam Shank. And he's, he's, he's super widely available. Uh, I think he's like 75 to one, 70 to one on DraftKings um, plus 650. And I'm sorry if you guys mentioned him, but man, he jumps off the page at me. And, and I was just, I was really surprised by that. And if you're playing DFS, he's like under 7,000. He's a guy who, again, really good short game, really good putting. Um, and, and again, par five scoring, he's top 30 and par five scoring last 24 rounds. He, I think is he and Sebastian Munoz jumped off to me as the two best values in this field. Another guy you might consider he's going to need to putt. Well, um, he had some, some decent performance earlier in this year. Um, as I look at him now, if you remember back in February, he won the AT&T program, but Nick Taylor, as another guy who statistically could get there. Um, he's been cold recently, but in a field that is weakish, um, he could be relevant. Jeff, what about Scotty Scheffler? He is, uh, he was red hot heading into the U S open and the golf uh, betting market is well aware of this kid's talent as he is this week's favorite at 10 to one. Will the layoff hurt him having to withdraw before the U S open testing positive for COVID or does maybe the break and a being away from it all for a little bit, allowing him a little rest that does that maybe help him here this week? Well, guys, I, I look at Scotty Scheffler. I love Scotty Scheffler. He's obviously very talented, but you look at the price relative to those around him. And, and I will tell you, it's, it's interesting. The, the market sure has fell in love with Will Zalatoris quickly, hasn't it? <laughs> yeah. And, and, and I mean, and, and if you, and if I, if you look at the, I'm, I'm just going to look at DraftKings pricing right now, the Scotty Scheffler, Sanjay M, Will Zalatoris, uh, Scotty, Scotty should be the favorite. He is, um, clearly the class of this field. I don't think there's any question. 
Sun JM, if this were in February, I think Sun JM would be the clear favorite. By and it would it wouldn't even be close. And so um, the two of them are, are the runaway favorites, and and Scheffler for good reason. But at eleven to one, I have a hard time making a, making that play. I'm not going to bet Will Zalatoris at twenty one to one. Guys, I go, again, I, I talked about Sebastian Munoz. I talked about Schenk a little bit, but man, if, if we can get a decent putting performance at a Ben on, I mean, that's asking I mean, a lot, Jeff. Well, <laughs> <laughs> it is, it is. I know, and I, said, I just tell critical putting is. What's well, the same with Corey Connors, right? Oh my I mean, they're, they're, they're you're going they're south. So, <laughs> they're so similar. It's like when you talk about guys, Tita Green, who are super elite. Like in this field, you could argue that they're, they're, they're again, I gotta have to run it, but I would argue that Ben on in 2020 from January 1st today might be the best Tita Green. I mean, um, he just he can't, as they said, Benny on putt like he has glass eyes. They said in that song. Um, no, I, I mean, but I, I looked at those guys. He's the guy. I think a 35 to one. As I, I mean, it's interesting. Ches Reedy is another guy, right, who can always be in the conversation, um, and and who isn't who isn't terrible on that that side. Um, but I mean, really, Shank and Munoz really jumped out to me. I man, I I, I don't know. I I can't. And Scotty Scheffler's the best player in the field. There's no question about it, right? Um, I don't think they're going to get any argument from there. So looking at him, um, eleven to one, he, he, it's okay. It's okay. I um, I I just. It, it, the, the price is too short for me. I would I would probably go down the list a little bit, maybe a Chez or some longer guys. Yeah, Jeff, I'm with you. It's kind of like that old uh, situation that we saw in Detroit earlier in the summer. It's like it feels like Bryson DeChambeau is going to win, but I'm going to let a six to one shot beat me. And of course he did. But uh, that's kind of the same scenario with Scheffler here at 10 to one. But let me ask you if there's a couple players maybe this week that you're targeting to go against Uh, maybe guys that you don't think are in really good form or necessarily a good fit here. Yeah, you know what? So, I mean, the, the, I'll give you some names. Um, a name, I think. I mean, frankly, um, Stenson. Are you guys going to play Stenson? No, he's not on my card. I think, in no. fact, Wes has a matchup going against him. Yeah, no. So, Stenson's a guy I'm not going to play. Um, I would play, I, I, and again, I, I'm, I'm in general, I'm been a Sun JM guy, but I, I'm probably going to go against Sun JM. Um, I, I tell you a guy who's going to be relatively well-priced relative to some other guys will be up against is Denny McCarthy. I'm going to be on Denny McCarthy. And so maybe Denny McCarthy against a Lucas Glover. I'm looking at some guys who might be in his range. Chess um, and Hadley, I'd probably play Den- Denny McCarthy against. Again, depending on your site, depending on your, your, your book. Um, but he's a guy I would play. And I think some other guys who I think will be popular who I'll probably fade. Um, let me see. Um, oh, well, I mean, I don't know what I mean. Yeah. I mean, I'm probably going to fade Ben on relative to his price. Again, I'm a huge Ben on fan, but in a tournament where you have to putt, he's man, he could, he could burn you. But again, if you got a putt, I would probably fade him. Um, as I go down the list here, um, higher price guys, I would not going to play a Dylan Fratelli. I think he'll be pretty, um, highly priced relative to his matchup. So those are a handful of guys that 
I mean, this is not a star-studded field by any measure, measure, if you guys know, but I think those are some guys that I would fade. Um, Some lower-priced guys I might favor over them. Like, I'm going to play probably some Brian Stewart in some matchups. Let me see who else do I like. I'll probably play some Glover in some matchups. Maybe even some Stuart Sinks, who's going to be, you know, probably some good value on on, on him. He's not going to bomb it, but... He can, his short game's good and he can putt. So those are some other guys that are some pivots. He is Indy Jeff. You can follow him on Twitter at he hate me. And you can also hear him Monday through Friday comes in for a golf spot, usually with Mitch and Polly on follow the money. And Jeff, I want to ask you about uh, the major coming up the next major, of course, the masters in November. We're used to that, right? Uh, we are just a month and a half away from what will be the final major of 2020. Anybody that you have your eye on uh, or some bets you already have made for the masters coming up. Gosh, I, I, I've made a lot of bets on the Masters coming up. So, I mean, it, it's obviously been a wild, um, I don't know, 18 months. So I, I, I can tell you I, I've, made a, I've made a lot at various prices. I, I have a lot of, um, well, I mean, I'd be lying if I tell you, tell you I didn't have some Brooks Kepka tickets because I do. I'm, I don't know what, how valued those are right now. But um, uh, Matthew Wolf, I have some really good prices on him. But he'll be interesting. Um, I'm for those that, that listen to mission Polly, I'm always the Webb Simpson guy. I'll be on Webb Simpson in the majors. Um, I, I think that, excuse me, in the masters, I think that Bryson is Bryson's going to be super interesting. And there, there's a lot of guys betting lies. You're going to have to take a stand on or against. I traditionally take a stand against Bryson and I usually take a stand against DJ. Um, and, and those are guys who I will probably be, taking a stand against pricing wise. Again, um, I think I will find myself on the side of matchups on uh, probably on Justin Thomas um, and probably on Xander Shopley in the masters relative to the Brightons and DJs of the world. As I think about the, the who will be the favorites in that field. Um, those are the sides I'll be on. So if you, if you had a gun in my head and asked me to pick the winner of, of this year's masters. Um, gosh, I would, I would, uh, I'd probably put Justin Thomas to be honest with you. Yeah, well, he's a good pick any week, Jeff. Uh, I think we can all agree on that. And he's fun to watch, too. One of the better golfers in the world, obviously, probably falls into my top four, as he does in the world rankings as well. Well, thank you very much for joining us on Long Shots. We'll listen for you on Mitch and Polly. I don't know if you're scheduled this week, but uh, I imagine you're coming up soon. And uh, once again, thank you for joining us here on Long Shots. Follow him on Twitter at he hate me. He's Indy Jeff. Enjoy the Sanderson Farms Championship, my friend. Hey, guys, thanks for having me on. All right, that is Indy Jeff, and uh, he's got a few plays for this week, it sounds like, and he's got a few plays in pocket for the Masters as well. Yeah, absolutely, and in terms of uh, fading, and, and Jeff is somebody that, that does believe in a lot of modeling, so looking at the different pricing in terms of DraftKings, which unfortunately not available here in Nevada in terms of uh, if you're putting together a daily fantasy lineup, but he threw out a lot of guys out there. If you're uh, around the country or in various jurisdictions that has that daily fantasy, available to you 
Jeff, I think, threw out a lot of low-priced guys that maybe you can put in your lineup that could go well here. You know, he threw out the name Adam Shank, and I'm glad he did because I landed on him this week. I was almost going to play him. He was one of my last uh, leave-offs, and I've had him a couple times this year, a uh, Purdue Boilermaker. So Jeff, being from Indiana like I am, uh, knows uh, Adam Shank pretty well, and I've seen some respected people on him this week. He's been playing pretty well, and, uh, you know, I like to play him in a watered-down field, which we have a little bit of this week and I was able to find him at 90 to 1 and uh, pretty much trading around town anywhere from 75 to 80 I was able to get a little bump on that up to 90 we'll come back and review the European tour event this week normally our tiger tracker segment but uh, we're going to take a look at the Scottish Open when we return Wes Reynolds has a breakdown on that for you right here on long shots on VEASAN and VEASAN.com the sports betting network Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Las 
Vegas was built on the deal. The two-for-one buffet, the prime rib dinner, a comp breakfast, a half-price comedy show. Renowned Las Vegas ambassador and travel insider Anthony Curtis's Las Vegas advisor is the industry leader in providing expansive choices, special offers, and exclusive insights on how to beat Las Vegas by never missing out on a deal while you're here. Go to LasVegasAdvisor.com and join the club today to receive the newsletter and the incredibly valuable coupon booklet. Drink specials, free slot play, shows, dinners, blackjack, roller coaster rides, a massage at the spa, you name it. Las Vegas Advisor has a coupon for it that'll give you an edge. Get a jump on Las Vegas with the insight, the updates, the endless opportunities to save big money by adding Las Vegas Advisor to your arsenal. That's LasVegasAdvisor.com. It's the what you know and the who you know to help you save money. LasVegasAdvisor.com. Join and start saving now at LasVegasAdvisor.com. It is our Tiger Tracker segment, but there's no real news on Tiger Woods since last week's program. We expect him to defend his title at the Zozo Championship in three weeks. He remains 25-1 to to win the Masters. Will he show up for any of the two weeks coming up in Las Vegas? We will see. So we want to spend a few minutes on the European Tour, a big tournament going down over there. It will begin on Thursday, and it's the Scottish Open, which typically began before the week before the British Open. Uh, to, and to give us a skinny on what he expects to happen in the Scottish Open, our man Wes Reynolds. Wes. Yeah, it gets moved to the end of September here. It is a uh, Rolex series event, so higher race to Dubai points, higher purse, $7 million purse all in total. So you do get a little bit more quality at the top end. It kind of suffered a little bit this week because Shane Lowry and Justin Rose withdrew over the weekend, but you still got some names up there. Tommy Fleetwood, your 10 to 1 favorite, Matt Fitzpatrick at uh, 12 to 1. So you do have some quality players going overseas. There's also the BMW Championship uh, next week over in uh, Wentworth in Surrey, England, which is usually a flagship event on the European Tour. But uh, landed on a few guys this week. Uh, shortest price, uh, Thomas Peters there, who's tied for the third choice at 20 to 1. New father in June, returned to play in August, had a couple good finishes in Wales, including a third. Actually played fairly solid at the U.S. Open. Only finished 23rd, but you recall he was tied for second after 18, tied for seventh after 36. Uh, the putter was bad, and he's losing about a stroke per round on the putter. But T to green, first on the European Tour in strokes gained uh, just overall. Second in approach, really good off the tee. I think he's eighth in strokes gained off the tee, eighth in driving distance. So, He's seen this course, and maybe that's that old nappy factor sometimes we talk about, the new father, uh, and this is a field I think he could go off well in. Matt Wallace, another guy, kind of a, you know, not a great finish at the U.S. Open. He was 43rd, but if you go inside the numbers, 6th in greens and regulation, 14th in approach, 19th in accuracy, and you're not going to get a better field all year than the major, so those numbers really aren't bad, but the short game might help him here. He was 14th at this event last year. It's being played at the same course at Renaissance Club like it was last year, but he led the field in strokes gained putting. You've got fescue greens this week, mm. and not a lot of players like those fescue greens. So I tend to want to go with a guy like Wallace, uh, who has uh, putted well on those. Uh, Romain Long-esque, uh, 40 to 50 to 1, kind of in that range. Uh, picked up his first Euro Tour victory at the Wales Open a couple weeks ago. Was respectable at the U.S. Open in tough conditions at 34th, but he was third at this track last year, and he's a really solid price. Uh, I think a guy that comes in with some good course form and confidence. Uh, recall last year that uh, Bern Wiesberger won this in a playoff, and he's uh, certainly one of the shorter-priced guys. Uh, 
22 under. I don't know if they're going to score that this time because they are expected to have some rain and some pretty heavy winds over the weekend. So uh, we could get some uh, old-fashioned links golf chaos, which I never mind. And then uh, list a couple other guys. I had Jordan Smith, uh, 50 to one. Uh, pretty good links players. Always played well at the Dunhill Links and at the British Masters. Uh, was first round co-leader last week at the Irish Open. Ended up finishing on the first page, tied for seventh. And then uh, Jorge Campillo. Three top tens in the last four starts. Uh, had a couple of weeks of rest. He did not come over, was not in the U.S. Open field. So a couple of weeks off since his uh, last start in Portugal. So I liked him. And then also Joost Lauten, who progressively got better at the Irish Open last weekend. He ended up finishing 11th. He was 71, 70, 69, 67. So those were guys that uh, kind of stood out to me. But uh a lot of good players in this field over in Scotland. It really is a good field, and I think you can watch this and maybe gather some information for the Masters coming up, but there's about six or eight guys that are going to be in that Masters field. One guy that caught my eye who's won a couple times already this year, Sam Horsfield, the, the Florida, Florida Gator. Gator. He didn't make your list, huh? No, he did not, and I probably will regret it because he didn't make it twice over the summer, even though I'm very high on him as a player. And he's gone on and won twice already. There's one other name I want to ask you about uh, on that European Tour event when we come back on Long Shots on VEASAN and VEASAN.com, the sports betting network. course that rates the highest in each factor is Bally High Golf Club, a tropical golf course paradise located on the Las Vegas Strip and in the shadows of some of the most famous hotels in the world. At Bally High, designed by award-winning architects Brian Schmidt and Lee Curley, you will find hundreds of mature palm trees, lagoon-like water features, beautiful bunkering, and a stunning clubhouse home to Sealy Restaurant and an indoor-outdoor patio experience and event space. The course offers Bluetooth technology, caddies upon request, jello shots, model-like beverage card staff, VIP service from curb to course and back again, high quality food and beverage, and a par three challenge where you can double your money with one swing. The stunning Valley High Golf Club is located in the heart of the Las Vegas Strip and is a golf jackpot for many reasons. Play today. To learn more about the Valley High experience or reserve your tee time, call 888-427-6678 or visit valleyhighgolfclub.com. That's B-A-L-I-H-A-I golfclub.com. It is the major implications segment here on Long Shots, and the next major on the calendar, of course, is the Masters. Due to the adjusted schedule, they will play it in mid-November. Before we get to that, Wes Reynolds was talking about the Scottish Open, which they will play on the European Tour this week, and I mentioned Sam Horsfield, who's been very successful over the summer, uh, a Florida Gator who's been spending his time on the European Tour with a couple of victories, I believe. And another blast from the past I wanted to ask you about that I saw his name in the field this week. He's really fared well in a couple British Opens recently, but I haven't seen his name uh, in the headlines uh, a lot as of late, and that's Matthew Southgate. Your take on Mr. Southgate this week? Well, I've seen a couple people uh, tip him as a as a big uh, triple-digit price, and he's not a guy that really hits it very long. Uh, 
Uh, he's about 125 to one. Uh, hasn't really been on a lot of leaderboards. Has made more cuts than he's missed. I think he's made about seven of the eight cuts this summer since uh, he restarted playing back in June. Uh, did uh, miss the cut here last year, but I don't usually say, okay, if you've only played it one time and you missed the cut, that I'm going to dismiss right. you. So, uh, you know, I think, uh, and I think that this is going to play. I think if the weather gets worse, I actually think that that favors him. Agreed. So, I mean, uh, going off of his history in the British Open, he he was a hot name as far as a, a hot European pick for a couple there a couple years this year. I believe it was Royal Birkdale uh, when Spieth went on to win. Southgate finished like fourth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did. And you mentioned Horsefield as well, a missed cut. This guy's only 23 years old. By the way, keep an eye on that name, Sam Horsfield. He's probably going to come over for some PGA Tour events starting next year, and uh, we'll have some sponsor exemptions because he's obviously not a full member of the PGA Tour. He's one of those guys that could probably get his uh, that temporary membership that we talked about that a couple other guys like Eric Von Royen got yeah. it earlier this summer. Will Gordon, uh, Matt Wolf got it a year ago because uh, he was not a full-time member. He turned pro out of college and then – placed well in enough events and then of course won the 3m open so get right. his tour card off of that so keep an eye on uh, sam horsefield he's a good young player all right let's shift over to the next major on the calendar and of course that is the masters just 44 days away they will tee it up at augusta national golf club and uh, most of your big names as far as the uh, favorites at the top of the board are in the neighborhood of 12 to 14 to 1 bryson DeChambeau is the shortest shot at 10 to 1 uh, but a couple of players that caught my eye looking at the odds board this week uh, over at Circa Tony Finau at 45 to 1 and Louis Eustazen at 60 to 1 and Fino of course was in the final pairing of the Masters last year he was 8th at the Memorial 4th at the PGA Championship 8th at the US Open and Louis Eustazen has lost in a playoff at the Masters to Bubba Watson and was also just third at the US Open at winged foot couple of players that uh, ought to fare well and those prices look pretty good that's a sore spot for me Brady that uh, Oosthuizen playoff loss because uh, I had him that year at 85 to one and uh, Bubba Watson hits it off that pine straw and knocks iconic it shot and, and and beats me in a in a playoff but you mentioned Finau I already have him at 45 to one oh good price and look uh, the cynicism I know I'm gonna get is always palpable because okay he's never won well you don't want to take a guy right after he wins because then you're not getting value. That that's the whole point of a futures betting market is you got to be a little bit speculative. Right. And so that's what I'm going to do. And look, I mentioned uh, the top 10 streak that he's had in majors, uh, had another one at the, at the U S open. And he was right there in the mix last year. He was, I believe in the final pairing going yeah, into Sunday. Tiger. I think it was, uh, yeah. And uh, Molinari was up there as well. So uh, look, He's going to get it done. I think he's going to get it done at a big event, though. It's not going to be some small event like we had last week at Corrales Punta Cana. It is going to be at a big major, like a WGC type of event. But Tony Finau is too talented a player not to break through. Well, I know you have Matthew Wolf at 50 to 1. Indy Jeff mentioned he is on Matthew Wolf to win the Masters. Uh, Matt Humans does not have any plays yet in his pocket uh, to win the Masters. He will probably bet Xander Schauffele, like I yeah. will probably end up doing, because he's come so close in majors. Another, real cl- another good finish at Wingfoot. So. 
matter of time for him. Problem is I'm seeing him at like 16 to one. Yeah. Cause everybody else knows it too. It's like uh, as betters, if, if you know it, they know it referring to the guys behind the counter. I bet uh, Dustin Johnson way back. Uh, I want to say in June or something like that before he went on this uh, run that he's on currently, uh, I bet him at 20 to one. I really like that price. I bet Rom at 15, he's down to about 14 or so. Uh, Adam Scott and Bubba Watson, I bet before the uh, pandemic shutdown at 45 to one, a couple of former winners there. And then a guy I just added last week is Scotty Scheffler. Uh, hey, if Morikawa and Bryson are going to be first time major winners, why not Scotty Scheffler and 80 to one's a nice price. And even against a weaker field this week, let's say the favorite does hold and Scotty Scheffler wins either there, there at go. the Sanderson farms, or if he wins uh, out at Sherwood or one of the events here coming up in Las Vegas, all of a sudden you're not getting 80 to one. You're getting about 50 to one. So yeah, maybe uh, even 40. That's kind of why I went with Matt Wolf. Cause I thought this is the highest number I'm going to see, because when we get to tournament week, people are going to be like, wow, this dude was fourth and second and back-to-back majors. The first two majors he's ever played in his career. So that's going to go down. I mean, I wish, you know, if, I wish I would have gotten it earlier, but I still think 50 to one is fair, despite the fact that he's a debutante and a debutante has not won this event since 1979. That would be my uh, fellow Hoosier fuzzy Zeller that did that. But I did add Adam Scott as well, because a former champion here, I think the break is going to help him out a lot. And he usually plays golf late in the year very, very well. So Adam Scott, I'm on ROM with you. He was my pick before the year to take home the green jacket. I have no reason to change that opinion. Indy Jeff uh, mentioned Justin Thomas. Can't argue with that. He's in the neighborhood of 14 to 16 to one. Uh, and he mentioned he was also probably going to be anti Bryson and anti DJ. You got to take stands. He's right. You got to take stands against elite players. And I don't know if that bomb and gouge is going to work at Augusta. I think you got to be a little more creative and a little more of a shot shaper there. Yeah, I totally agree with you. More, more work around the greens as we've seen Phil Mickelson do so successfully at Augusta National. We'll come back and get to our plays for the Sanderson Farms Championship. Humans, myself, and Wes Reynolds go through the card for this week right here on Long Shots. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. 
This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Long Shots inside the Indeed.com studio. Find the high impact, hire your business needs at Indeed.com slash high impact. You'll find lots of great candidates and no long-term contracts at Indeed.com slash high impact. It is our match play segment here on Long Shots. Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds with you. Matt Humans sends his picks in, and we'll take a look at those first. Uh, no head-to-head matchups again this week for Matt, and I have to agree with him. I looked at the head-to-head match matchups board this week and I was only able to find one I saw about half a dozen that I had some interest in but uh, ended up just landing on one there are Matt's futures plays there he went with the favorite Scotty Scheffler and Indy Jeff mentioned this Uh, Sam Burns Adam Long Doc Redman and Patrick Rogers the other selections there for Matt but uh, back to Scheffler Wes this guy's becoming a player I really like just as a fan. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I had him at 150 to one at the PGA championship. Uh, I was excited about him going into the U S open, but uh, he, he's become a player. I've become a fan of. Yeah. And, and he's going to win. Uh, I mean, he rookie of the year and he didn't, yeah. he didn't win this year, but certainly had uh, a lot of great finishes and really finished high in big events too. Uh, don't forget. He was uh, second in terms of the uh, lowest strokes at the tour champ championship right behind Xander Schauffele. So uh, this is a guy that's, that's put it together T four at the PGA. So he's now got that, some of that scar tissue from the majors of being in the mix and coming up short. So uh, he's going to win. I took a pass on him this week because I was like, okay, a 10 to one, if there are and even some nine to ones out there. Now, if he's going to beat me, he's going to beat me. And one of the reasons also that he and Sungae M's price got cut, Louis Oosthuizen was a late withdrawal this week. So that ah. of course means that the favorites sure. tighten as uh, Oosthuizen withdrew on Monday. Uh, Sam Burns, the guy I've been, I've been seeing get tipped a lot this week. He is uh, from Shreveport, Louisiana, which is right. about 200 miles away. And uh, I believe that uh, he finished very well here last year, if I recall. So uh, yeah, uh, two comes, years ago, he was third. And he comes off a couple of pretty good finishes. He was uh, 13th at the Wyndham Championship, 7th at the Safeway. A lot of people draw a correlation there with the Wyndham, a Donald Ross design. And uh, Fott, John Fott, I believe, who did the redesign here at uh, Sanderson Farms at Jackson Country Club, uh, really comes from the Donald Ross School of Design. So uh, the Wyndham Championship and the Rocket Mortgage, two events on tour uh, designed by Donald Ross. Uh, some people, again, drawing 
similarities there with this course uh, in Mississippi. And Burns, you know, he fits the profile that mm-hmm. Indy Jeff talk about, uh, talked about. Hits it long and putts very well. And uh, interesting uh, that w- uh, you talk about scar tissue. Humans goes back to the well with Adam Long, who uh, was a big disappointment to Matt last week. Had the 54-hole lead. Ended up shooting, I think, about 76 or 74. Yeah, he was 75 on Sunday. Uh, he was the 54-hole leader. Uh Played pretty well at the U.S. Open. Was, he did. Uh, was tied for 13th. But uh, what you were saying about Burns as well and LSU Tiger. And look, uh, it didn't go well for LSU and misses the state of Mississippi last weekend. So uh, <laughs> Sam Burns is out for redemption. Yes, indeed. To make up uh, for what the Mississippi State Club did to LSU and Mike Leach. Uh, Doc Redman at 30 to 1. Uh, a, a solid pick, I think, any week. Drives it very straight. Mm-hmm. A great ball striker. The question is the putter. And right. then and Patrick Rogers made my card for the second week in a row and is on Matt's card this week at 50 to one. Um, you know, Rogers, when he came on the scene out of Stanford, he was a bomber and, and could not putt very well. He's now become not only a bomber, but he putts really well. Yeah, he does. And uh, it, we're going to be three for three on Patrick Rogers because he's also on my card. I think Nick's card. adding uh, him too. Make that four. Eighth in the field this week for driving distance, but he rolls the ball well on the greens. Fifth in strokes gain putting for this week's field. Of course, uh, Patrick Rogers, you mentioned a star at Stanford. He's actually tied for the most uh, Stanford golf wins with uh uh, Maverick McNeely and some guy named Woods. <laughs> yeah. They're actually tied for the most wins. Uh, still going for that first PGA Tour win. Good spot to do it in perhaps a weaker field. Seven straight cuts he's made dating back to the Memorial in July. Uh, and also, let me go ahead and talk about Doc Redmond because he's on my card as well. Uh, I was a little concerned he was going to be too popular this week, but from a form standpoint and from a stat standpoint, he like Jeff said, Adam Shank jumped out to him, and I kind of liked Shank too, even though I didn't play him. Redmond was the guy that jumped out to me of the shorter price guys. T3 in two of his last three starts, one being the Safeway and one being the Wyndham. The Wyndham is a good correlation for the Country Club of Jackson this week because the same type of Bermuda greens, that champion Bermuda grass uh, that you have at Sedgefield at the Wyndham. And if you go back to Doc Redman a couple weeks ago at the Wyndham, he led the field in strokes gained off the tee. He led in strokes gained tee to green. And then at the Safeway, he led for strokes gained approach. So it's very rare. Usually one guy is stronger in one than the other. But he's really good off the tee and with the approach. So if you go back a little further, he did very well. I think he finished second at the Rocket Mortgage. Yes, he which did. Which is also a Ross design. Yes, so there, he there's did. another and, little and box check That's a good for you. one that you brought up because John Fought is the uh, renovator of this course in right. 2008. And he loved, he's a kind of a Donald Ross disciple. So elevated greens, runoff areas, runoff, yep. very, very similar to that. So uh, Doc Redman got my choice as well. I'll tell you something uh, that Indy Jeff and yourself have not mentioned yet that made my way into the skill sets handicap, if you will. Certainly I was looking at off the tee and I was looking at putting and, and par five scoring. But because of the Donald Ross influence here with John Fott, the renovator, I also looked at scrambling because that's a huge stat at Mm -hmm. the Wyndham. And and you talk about those runoff areas around the greens uh, that is a characteristic of Donald Ross design. Uh, I I figure you got to be a good uh, scrambler to win here, too. No question. And and, uh, I think that's going to be useful because you do get those runoffs here. And look, the fairways are fairly wide. There's not a lot of threats here from that standpoint. This is not... Uh, a really arduous, uh, difficult trek, if you will, going forward to for this course. So uh, greens are a little faster. Uh, 
uh, on the stint meter. So faster Bermuda grass type greens, and you get similar greens at Sedgefield, Quail Hollow, TPC Southwind, and Memphis. So uh, that was kind of the correlation I went with. I've already mentioned two guys. Let me uh, talk about Cameron Davis at forty-five to one. Uh, top ten in this week's field for both driving distance and par five birdie or better percentages. But what caught my eye. 15th at the Wyndham two months ago, so he wasn't right there for the win, but look at what he did Friday, Saturday, Sunday. All rounds of 65. So obviously he had a bad start for the tournament, or he might have been a contender. So uh, Cameron Davis, uh, Chris Ventura, I'm going to try him again. Uh, you can't, you can't quit him. No, uh, he well he Wolf and Hovland were his teammates at Oklahoma State. He's feeling the pressure to not be that third wheel in the group here. And fourth on tour for stroke gain putting last season, shot 63 on Saturday at the Wyndham on these same champion Bermuda greens. Uh, another good putter I took was Denny McCarthy, 80 to one. He's probably the best putter on the PGA tour. In yep. fact, that's what he was ranked last year. Number one in strokes gain putting ninth at the Wyndham several weeks ago. 63 in the final round match Jim Herman, the Hermanator, who won that event uh, with the 63 on Sunday. Uh, so Denny McCarthy and then my two bombs. I'll go real quick on these. Uh, Johnny Vegas at 100 to one. Wyndham Clark at 150 to one. Guys that take advantage of the par fives and can hit it long. Johnny Vegas is in terrible form. Five of his last six cuts he's missed, including last week. Wyndham Clark, not exactly in good form, three of 11, but bombs have won here in the past. And I'm talking a couple hundred to one, 400 yeah. to one type guys. So mix in one or two and see if you can uh, find the needle out of the haystack. Yeah, I was on Johnny Vegas last week. He was uh, one of my longer shots, but I stayed away, disappointed me and missed the cut. Uh, you know, all my other selections did pretty well and found their way into the top 10 or the top 20, but uh, I couldn't go back to the well with Vegas this week. You mentioned... Um, uh, was it, it wasn't real oh, Cameron Davis. You mentioned Cameron Davis, uh, his strong finish three days in a row, uh, after a bad first round. And, and that actually put me on Scotty Scheffler this week, because I looked back to his, uh, again, correlation with the, uh, rocket mortgage, a Donald Ross design. He shot 79 in the first round. He came back and shot 65. Now he missed the cut, but that showed me that he can handle this type of golf course. Uh, and then he, uh, goes on to, uh, perform so well in the U.S. Open or in the uh, PGA Championship and the Tour Championship. I think maybe this time off has helped him a little bit to kind of regroup and gather himself. Uh, hopefully the, uh, you know, the hot play has not worn off. Uh, and, and like Indy Jeff said, he, I think he is clearly the best player in this field. We'll see if it holds up. I took a short shot with him. And then I went deeper after that. Sam Burns, uh, again, with his uh, recent history and good form and also the skill sets that he has long off the tee and a good putter. Again, went with Patrick Rogers. Same thing there. I also like that he hasn't won on tour yet. This tournament uh, has uh, notoriously been a good spot for first-time winners mm -hmm. on tour. Uh, and then I went back to J.T. Poston, a guy that I had in the uh, – U.S. Open drives it very straight and is a fantastic putter. Uh, he was a winner at the Wyndham, mm -hmm. and uh, that was in 2019, where he also finished 11th the same year at the Rocket Mortgage. That surprised me, and now that I'm looking at that because I, I didn't use him, there's only so many I can play. But that surprises me to see him at such a big number because he hasn't played poorly this year. He's been very yeah, solid, played and, really uh, well at Colonial and Harbor. Yeah, obviously the uh, the Wyndham kind of uh, gotten that mix where where now he's got that two year exemption. He won that, of course, in 2019. But 
that surprises me to see in this field that he was going to be around triple digits. I would have thought, okay, maybe 60 to one or somewhere around that to respect the fact that there's some top class in the field. But uh, he's been solid, I think, and maybe not so much the last few weeks, but he's got some top tens, like you said, at the Heritage and the uh, Charles Schwab two weeks in a row. So. And he also comes from down south, plays out of mm-hmm. Sea Island, so he's very comfortable on Bermuda grass. Great putter, like I mentioned. Also a very good scrambler. And you mentioned how uh, Patrick Rogers has made seven straight cuts. Adam Shank is the uh, final selection on my board. Uh, got him, I think, at 90-1. to one. Uh, He's made eight cuts in a row going back to July. So uh, Adam Shank was another guy that Indy Jeff uh, mentioned. And and he's a, you know, again, take a look at these these tournaments that have a little bit of a watered down field. And I think you can discover guys like Adam Shank that can be contenders. There's always some guys that break through. We saw it with Munoz last year and champ the year before. This is the way to get yourself kind of established on the tour. Next week, it's the Shriners Hospital for Children's Open right here in Las Vegas. We'll talk to the director of golf from TPC Summerlin, the host course, Mike Messner, right here on Long Shots. Next week, hit some long shots this week at the Sanderson Farms. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.